When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast, bringing you the latest updates from the world of sports, gambling, and pop culture. Because you can't have a show without hot takes or a Tiger King meme these days. Know what I'm saying? Now, with over 200 episodes and ready to get after it again, here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello, everyone. Uh, unpacking a late night Sunday edition of the show. A lot of uh, chatter going on at the moment. The Eagles are going to be talked about quite a bit uh, tomorrow. I mean, it is what it is. The Eagles literally just gave away <laughs> Sunday night football uh, to Washington. <laughs> The benching of Jalen Hurts is going to be remembered for years to come. And while I am fine with it, I know a number of folks are going to complain endlessly about the integrity of the game. And I got news for everyone listening. There is no such thing as NFL teams not trying to lose games. This has been known for years. The fact that people keep trying to insinuate that this is something new is downright insulting. There have been so many organizations over the years pulling players, uh, want to get a look at other talent, uh, just uh, uh, trying to uh, negotiate draft positioning. Adam Gase got fired tonight by the Jets, not because he went 2-14. That's part of the reason. The reason why Adam Gase got fired is because not only did you go 2-14, you missed out on a chance of uh, being able to draft Trevor Lawrence because you went out and guaranteed that you would not be able to get the number one pick by beating the Rams uh, as well last week. It guaranteed his firing. I talked about this for weeks. Adam Gase was being paid to lose games by the Jets pretty much uh, from October on. Because of uh, the way the season was breaking down for the Jets. Uh, by late October on, the Jets were basically being tasked with losing, finding new ways of losing games every week. So this is nothing new. There are teams that go out of their way to find ways to lose games. There are teams that are just unprepared and find ways to lose games. You know, the, te- uh, uh, the, the Titans tried to give away a game to the Texans. Texans still managed to find a way to blow that game, even though they were out of it. Tennessee allowed them back into it, and the Texans still found a way to lose that game. There are teams, like the Texans have have every incentive to try to win as as much as they can because they didn't have any draft picks. Some organizations are just inept. They're utterly inept. The Texans, you know, being stuck 
in a crappy spot with no draft picks uh, to speak of and no future other than Deshaun Watson basically trying to tread water to get to 500 because uh, Bill O'Brien was not only a terrible coach, but quite possibly the worst general manager in NFL history. Uh, there's a there's a real debate between him and Matt Millen. I think he's worse than Matt Millen, but uh, you know, I, I I don't think you can uh, say anything other than the Texans are screwed, and you know, all we have are our memories of uh, uh, Bill O'Brien and uh, uh, the legacy he leaves behind because. Yeah, you know, it's those moments of Bill O'Brien that I will treasure the most. But, uh, I mean, there are bad teams and bad organizations. But for anyone that just uh, is commenting on how uh, the NFL needs to investigate the Eagles for benching Jalen Hurts and bringing in Nate Sudfeld when they had a chance to beat Washington, I'm sorry. The Eagles are under no obligation to try to win these games. None. You know, people can say all they want about there's no tanking in NFL games. I got news for you. There's tanking all. There has been tanking. It's just that this year took it to an nth degree where so many teams were bad at disguising their tanking. Like Jacksonville found like new and creative ways of benching Gardner Minshew to make sure that uh, they uh, wouldn't be able to find ways of uh, staying in games. And yet still, they uh, they still had to go back to uh, uh, playing Minchu and then, you know, again, taking him out again. Uh, uh, you know, again, I, I you could find ways of sabotaging players with black, bad play calling. There, there's any number of ways uh, you can sabotage your own team. And NFL teams do this all the time. Anyone in the media trying to insinuate that this is uncommon, you know, they are being disingenuous or just flat out lying to your face. It's just the way it is. So uh, the long story short, the Eagles had multiple chances to actually uh, pull, uh, pull out a win here against Washington. I mean, Washington is an absolute disaster. Like Alex Smith, you know, bless his heart. He's trying to play on one leg. One good hit and he's retiring. No question. I think Alex Smith is retiring after this season, which will be over next week because uh, uh, New uh, I'm saying New England, <laughs> Tampa Bay, and uh, uh, Tom Brady are coming in there next week and they're going to take care of business and send Washington home. There is no chance uh, that Washington is uh, uh, keeping that game competitive uh, against Tampa. I don't see it happening. Uh, Tampa already opened up seven half point favorites. I'm already on that uh, uh, piece. The, that to me, that one's the more uh, the, the most clear cut matchup of, of uh, the playoffs uh, to be in uh, with. But uh, yeah, let's just talk about the uh, the Sunday slate. You know, Derrick Henry did his thing. You know, 
he got to 2,000 yards. He ran for over uh, 244 uh, uh, yards, I believe it was. It, it was a ridiculous tally. I mean, the fact that the Texans even came back in this game is just like mind boggling how lackadaisical uh, Tennessee got uh, in stretches uh, of that game because uh, Deshaun Watson, bless his heart, like just played his heart out. He's just. He is just let down by so many aspects of that Texans team that are beyond his control. But, uh, you know, Derrick Henry did his thing, just a a monster game. Uh, Obviously, Deshaun Watson, uh, huge numbers. Uh, uh, Basically, uh, you know, if you you had exposure to the Texans uh, and Titans uh, in your lineups, uh, you had a very profitable day. Uh, I, while I did have exposure, uh, to those, uh, players, uh, w- one of my failings was, uh, I got a little, uh, a little bit too diversified with, uh, some of these other plays, uh, that hurt me because, you know, I tried to not pay up for defenses and the Jets giving up <laughs> like 28 points to New England. I mean, Cam Newton was the highest scoring QB of the day at 38 points. I, I, no one had that coming. Uh, like no one played Cam. I, like no one saw that that Jets uh, New England game going that way. But uh, it, it it is what it is. But uh, it was downright comical. But you had Derrick Henry with 39 points. Still, I managed to get outscored by Jonathan Taylor because the Jags are just so. Uh, tanking. It's like, it's not even close. Uh, the, the lack of tackling in that game. Uh, J.K. Dobbins got there. Uh, 31 points. Uh, on the Chiefs side, uh, Darwin Thompson had, had a very good showing for the Chiefs with, with the backup reserves. Uh, Darwin Thompson had a big game. Uh, Alexander Madison actually got there uh, t- uh, with 29 points. Uh, you know, just a monster day from the uh, from the tight end, uh, from the running back uh, position, with a lot a lot of uh, established names, and then so, some of the, the random names because you, you you saw just a bunch of uh, dudes uh, pop up. Uh, so you could have gotten there with a couple other folks, but you really needed the exposure to Henry and Taylor, uh, even though as popular as they were, that that just made sense as a play. David Montgomery still got there for the Bears. A lot of dump-offs between uh, uh, Mitchell Trubisky and David Montgomery. The Bears are another story. The Bears lose the game but make the playoffs because Arizona uh, suffers an injury to Kyler Murray. Uh, You know, should have been thinking about that a little bit more coming into the week. I didn't give enough attention to it because we were all focused on uh, uh, John Wolford playing for the Rams, and this is how you know how bad Jared Goff has been. Uh, you didn't realize the, the Rams offense missed a beat with Wolford at QB versus Goff because Wolford did just as good, if not better job, than Jared Goff has done the entire season for the Rams. That's how bad Jared Goff has been. You, No one has even heard of John Wolford before uh, today, uh, unless you were an avid watcher of the XFL product uh, this year. Was it was it this year or like uh, yeah it was in 2020. Uh, I mean, and Wolford didn't even put up uh great numbers. 
You just need to be competent. Just distribute the ball. But, uh, yeah, it, it, this, again, in terms of this slate, let's talk about some of the names on the wide receiver side. You got Brandon Cooks, uh, 42 points, just a monster game. The run back with playing, uh, playing Henry uh, and doing a run back uh, with Cooks, uh, I mean, whoo, uh, that, that, that was a very uh, correlated stack there, worked out br- uh, beautifully. Uh, Marvin Jones, 41 points uh, uh, for Detroit. Uh, again, you know, you play Justin Jefferson, uh, put up 25 points. Uh, if you if you play Kirk Cousins, you like that? You like that? You had a good day. I mean, uh, Kirk uh, put, uh, you know, no pass rush to deal with, put up 37 points. Like I said, uh, out of the QBs who were actually played today, because uh, like I said, no one played Cam Newton. Uh, you know, Kirk was the highest scoring QB on the day. But, uh, you know, and when it comes right down to it, Kirk was in the Millie Maker. Uh, you know, he was in the Millie Maker lineup. Uh, the 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 strangest thing about uh, what went on is that the Millie Maker essentially got decided by two plays. Jerry Judy hit a uh, hit the longest pass play in the NFL this year. Uh, connection by the Broncos of all teams, uh, because the Raiders just were asleep at the wheel defensively. Uh, it was the longest pass play in the NFL uh, this season. Uh, I think it was 87 yards uh, uh, for the, the touchdown score by Judy with the, the slant he ran. It was beautiful. Um, it, you know, it, Judy got there with uh, uh, 30 points uh, at his price tag. And A.J. Brown caught a prayer of a uh, pass by Ryan Tannehill uh, with less than 20 seconds to go in the game, the Texans don't have coverage over the top against uh, <laughs> against the number one wide receiver for the Titans. I, I don't understand these teams. And again, Texans don't have anything to tank for. That's the thing. Is like some teams are just poorly run, and that's what the Texans are. Uh, but uh, you know. Yeah, it it, it it ended up being that case. So even though the guy played the Jets defense, uh, which only got two points, he won the millimaker because, you know, he even though he didn't have Derrick Henry, played the Jets defense, he still had Jonathan Taylor. Madison got him uh, 29 and a half. Cooks got him 42. Judy with 30. Marvin Jones, 41. A.J. Brown had uh, 34, and he, and he got about 10 points from Gesicki. Uh, you know, crazy things happen. In week 17, crazy things can happen, and uh, it, it panned out for him. But a uh, couple of fluky plays, and yeah, that's what decided it. Uh, that uh, A.J. Brown uh, bomb at the very end uh, put him over the top. One million dollars. Uh, you know, can't go wrong with that, but, you know, it, it's... It's very comical, the hand-wringing I'm seeing online, because I'm seeing Giants fans going off and going crazy about the Eagles uh, benching Jalen Hurts. The Giants are a 6-10 and team. We beat five backup QBs. 
We have one win against a team with a winning record, that being Seattle, which again, Seattle almost lost to the 49ers today because Seattle does really dumb things on offense that no one can understand. And it, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to say this, but it's like, I almost feel like, uh, uh, like uh, just throwing in some money on the picking John Wolfer, a guy we've never even heard of play uh, the Rams playing the Seahawks next week in the wild card round. I kind of, I feel good about putting money on the Rams because see if Jared Goff did not play as horribly as he did last week, Rams beat the Seahawks. They will, they would have beaten the Seahawks. Seattle is not playing well. They're making very like, no one can understand the way Seattle's running, uh, Seattle ran the ball 27 times for 121 yards. Yes, they uh, they they average four yards a carry, but they're not efficient. They don't break out long runs, and they keep bad teams in games. The, Seattle had to uh, basically scramble to beat the 49ers in a gotta-have-it game. They had to have it. They're like Russell Wilson had to pull out some tricks in the fourth quarter. They had to put up 20 points in the fourth quarter to beat the 49ers 26 to 23. A 49ers team down to their third string QB. I'm telling you, Seattle is like the play calling for Seattle is just bad. They keep bad teams in games and the Rams even though again, they're on uh, their backup QB the Rams uh, D line, Aaron Donald is going to give Seattle problems. I I I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm uh, I'm mad to take the I'm mad to take the Rams in that in that playoff matchup next week. And I was like I I still have to do research on their QB. I still don't know who this Wolfer guy is. That that's the crazy thing. It is absolutely crazy. But you know. On Saturday, we've got the Colts traveling to Buffalo because, whoo, man, Miami, whoo, Miami getting blitzed by the Bills today. I mean, Tua was, whoo, man, Tua was bad today. I mean, I had concerns, but, man, the Bills played their backups for most of the, the second half, and, Miami still can do anything against the Bills defense. I mean, it was just bad. Uh, but yeah, the Bills hosting the Colts. You know what I always say about the Colts. Uh, Phillip Rivers is the second best quarterback on his team. The Colts win in spite of him. The Colts were still keeping this game close against the Jags, uh, even with Jonathan Taylor running for almost 200 yards. Like Jonathan Taylor ran for 253 yards. And it was still a tight game in the fourth quarter. I I mean, I know people want me to try to like not pile on the Colts and say that in in uh and and give them credit where credit's due, but I don't think the Colts are that very good. I think they have talent. I think they get held back. I think Frank Ryan is a very good coach. But I think they limit themselves. I really do. I think Brissett should be the QB. I I, I I keep watching this team and I keep saying to myself, I don't see, I don't see any juice there 
that could get them over the hump in a playoff game. This would require the Bills to completely implode. Uh, you know, Buffalo, you know, and again, Stefan Diggs has turned Josh Allen into a Pro Bowl QB. You know, everyone keeps talking about how good Josh Allen is. No, it's how good Stefan Diggs is. Because Diggs is getting wide separation and it's allowing Allen to throw down the field, which is what he's best at. You know, people could say, well, they have other receivers too. Yes, but Stefan Diggs draws so much attention from the defense that it makes life so much easier for all those other guys that it's just making it very easy for Josh Allen to be as uh, efficient as he is. That That's really the long and short of it. You know, Bill's still have an excellent defense. Uh, you know, this is going to come down to can the Colts make enough plays defensively to make this a game? Because I don't think Indy's offense can do much against the Bills' defense. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor, you know, he can run it up there, but it, like I think best case scenario, he gets four, uh, he gets about uh, a little under four yards to carry, and that's not going to cut it. They're going to need passing, uh, big passing plays, and I, I just don't see it happening with Philip uh, Rivers. So uh, definitely like uh, uh, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo opened up. Uh, I just had the lines here. It was. Let's see. Yep. Bill's six and a half point favorites over the Colts. Uh, the four o'clock window. You got Rams, uh, four and a half point underdogs against the Seahawks. I, you know, again, uh, get <laughs> this is closer to a pick 'em game. I, I, I just, I can't believe I'm going to be considering putting money on the Rams, but this, this game is very much in doubt. I, I don't, I don't see, uh, I, I don't see, why uh why it can't it can't be uh an upset for the Rams. I I really don't. I, I think Seattle is just backsliding and people are gonna pick Seattle because it, it, they're gonna look at it and say it's Russell Wilson, no way Seattle loses this one. And I'm looking at the play calling and I'm saying, yeah, very much Seattle can lose this one. This is how they lost to the Giants. I I can definitely see them uh putting up another stinker offensively and and not getting there and then kind of scrambling and it and it, and it doesn't it doesn't work out uh, you know i i've seen this play out with seattle i'll leave it at that and then the uh, the saturday night at eight I, I mean this is the woodshed game uh tampa even though they're the road team they are seven and a half point favorites against washington like i said washington needed Philly to forfeit in the second half by benching Jalen Hurts to win the NFC East. Even if you've got Mike Evans done for the year with the with his knee injury, you still have a Tampa team with Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin. And they have Gronk. And they have a plethora of other weapons. They're going to give uh, Washington fits. Now, can Chase Young uh, disrupt uh, with the pass rush and make Tom Brady miserable? Yes. But Tampa can also throw the ball quickly enough and get it out of Brady's hands 
that Chase Young's not going to be a factor. And, you know, I I look at this as a game where, yeah, can Tampa struggle early? But there's not enough points coming from uh, Washington that would give them any trouble. The Giants would have been a tougher matchup for Tampa than Washington. And you know what I think of the Giants being an awful football team. So, this one easily matches the game. Like, uh, the minus 365 line, you know, the Saints are minus 435. And the Bucks are only minus 365 against Washington. The Saints have a much trickier matchup. I, I I got some questions on these lines. Uh, I can't believe uh, I'm even saying is that like you're very the Bears are very much in play as a live dog, uh, but uh, you know you've got uh, Tennessee hosting Baltimore uh, to start uh, the Sunday uh, wild card games. Uh, Baltimore, uh, three and a half point favorites, even though they're on the road against Tennessee. Tennessee beat Baltimore last year. I hope people remember this, that Tennessee bullied Baltimore and beat the Ravens. This is not like, uh, this is not a cakewalk game for the Ravens at all. I, I'm looking at this one and I know how bad Tennessee's defense is. But I know Derrick Henry can smash that Ravens defense. We've seen this story play out before. Derrick Henry is on a roll right now, and you're telling me I can get the Titans as a home dog against the Ravens? I man, this is a. Uh... I, I I definitely I definitely see some parlay opportunities here uh, between playing uh, uh, take, taking the Tampa money line uh, the taking uh, taking the Titans and uh, uh, ta- taking the Bears spread. Uh, this this should be interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, Titans three and a half point fa- uh, underdogs at home against Baltimore. Yeah, sign me up. Uh, I. I you know, I I just can't look past that one. Definitely sign me up for it. I, I'm 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 definitely up for it. Uh, but uh, you know, we could talk about uh, uh, some uh, some of these matchups. But you know, when it comes right down to it, uh, we're going to get some very interesting uh looks here because uh. I definitely see the public coming in on the Ravens uh, and kind of ignoring the fact that the Titans are a bad matchup for the Ravens. Uh, point blank. The, the, the Titans running attack is a bad matchup for the Ravens. So take with that what you will. But uh, I definitely think uh, the Titans have more than a good 50-50 odds of winning that game. I, I you know, I think the Titans should be favored to be perfectly blunt. I, I don't I don't agree with the line at all. Uh Bears uh, traveling to the Saints. Listen. We can say all we want about how bad Mitchell Trubisky is 
and and what we've got with uh the bears like they're they're not they're not good uh but the uh the truth the truth of the matter is is that uh as it stands you've got a bears team that can play defense you've got a saints team that's got Drew Brees that still is struggling to throw the ball efficiently. You know, I watched him play again today against Carolina. He's still struggling to throw the ball with velocity and down the field. There is some legit concerns. If I if I'm a Saints fan, I have legit concerns about this team heading into postseason. You're not sure if you got Michael Thomas uh, available. I just I don't necessarily see a. I don't see a route where uh, you're, you're going to uh, you're going to be very comfortable taking the Saints at as a nine and a half point favor. I, I again, I just don't agree with these lines. I really don't. Uh, so while I think the Saints win this game, nine and a half points—that's way too many points. Uh, I, I got to take the Bears. I got to take the Bears at nine. Uh, if you're giving me the Bears at nine and a half, I, I got to take it. <clears throat> uh, you know, it just kind of comes down uh, being that simple. I, I just, uh, I just think that you know, it makes way too much sense uh, to take the Bears with that much of a spread, uh, you know, and not overthink it. <clears throat> so. That brings us to the final game of the wild card weekend next week. Browns traveling to the Steelers and Steelers three and a half point favorites. Here's the thing. And I talked about this before. As incompetent as the Browns operate at times, they have all the pieces to make a playoff run because I see a lot of weakness in the AFC. The Browns have the capabilities of making a playoff run uh, in the AFC. They, they really do, and Pittsburgh has issues. They really have issues because they're very predictable on offense. Ben, while he had that sucking half comeback against uh, Indianapolis, he still struggles putting zip on that ball. Uh, he can make he he showed that he can make two throws. I don't know if you put. If you put Ben under enough pressure where he's got to make multiple throws on a long drive together, if he can actually do it, I have my doubts. So I really think that this kind of comes down to can the Browns avoid turnovers, keep the skin close, let their defense do the work and run it down the Pittsburgh Steelers defense throat? Because what we've seen with the Steelers defense is they get worn down in the second half of games and they becomes very easy to get chunks of yardage on the ground against the Steelers defense. So if Cleveland keeps this game close and get this into the fourth quarter, I think Cleveland wins this game outright. I, I again, you know, being a three and a half point dog, I think they're a live dog, but I think we got a couple of live dogs this weekend. Like, you know, this is, 
you know, from a betting perspective, I, I very much like this, uh, this slate of games, uh, because I definitely think you've got, uh, uh, some, uh, some biases creeping through, uh, with, uh, uh, the way some of these lines were initially set up. So, uh, this, this is definitely, uh, serving out to be a very interesting, uh, wall card weekend slate. So, uh, yeah, we're, I'll leave it there, but, uh, you know, uh, just a wild day of NFL, uh, but uh, encapsulated by the Eagles tanking and knocking uh, the Giants out of the postseason, uh, dashing their postseason dreams. Uh, you know, I got to I got to laugh because, you know, people getting upset about the Eagles tanking when the Eagles have no incentive to actually win that game. Uh, and pulling Jalen Hurts when it was apparent that Jalen Hurts might actually uh, uh, pull out a victory there when they, they really were just trying to run out the string. You know, Philly basically saved themselves three draft spots, uh, so they get the sixth pick. Uh, it's Instead of, uh, you know, if they had won, they would have gotten the ninth pick in the draft. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's just nothing in... in Man, there is just so many takes from people uh, uh, just on Twitter, just going in on the Eagles. Uh, you know, I I don't think uh, you know people just need to understand. Like the NFC East shouldn't have any playoff teams. Like there's no there's no way of justifying an NFC East team making the playoffs this year. They were all inept at what their actual jobs are end of story all right we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call it a day uh just gonna call it a day because like yeah, reading some of these posts is just it's it's just comical it's just too comical uh from the ex players being horrified to the announcers like it's just it's just so overdone so i'll leave it here uh have a good one folks and we'll we'll, we'll catch around a, another time later Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.